By the way, we're going to be we're going to be talking about the Russian role in 9/11 in yeah. space after this. So it's a lot of stuff too with the uh, current event. You know, the Libya war, the Iraq war, the Syria war, the Ukraine war. We cover a lot of things on my website besides 9/11. But this is like a like a bit of relief for me to finally be able to have a platform to say this on not have people stealing my work and plagiarizing my work and actually get real information out because the kook movement has been in charge for the last 20 years you know it's always been gage and jones and fetzer and woods and these retards even whitney webb's now saying to miss lit the pentagon because she's a grifter and that's where the money is like just it, and that's what i hate is someone steals the good side of my work and then shit to the punch bowl by associating it with something as retarded as missile launchers right well, it's just these, the these people just need to shut I mean, everybody knows who you know. Whitney Webb goes on Glenn Beck, and then the immediate guest afterwards is Netanyahu. Like, do they think we don't notice uh, that? I don't think she works for the Israelis. I think she's just a little 100% she does. 100% she does. Now she's going to do a show with PPD, I, and she's pretty much going to steal the all, your, all, all the hard work you did. She's going to steal all my Etsy stuff on Jess Daly and the rest of it and kind of go on Patrick and David and say it all. Brian, is there, all the opportunities to steal it myself. Is there one person that's being censored right now that's not on Twitter that you would want to be protested to be back on Twitter? There's a bunch. Uh, Jeremy McKenzie, Sarah Westall, Scott Ritter. Um, there's a list of them that aren't allowed. And, you know, Ritter was brought back and then canceled again. Uh, he should be allowed. Everybody should be allowed. Like, uh, I don't care if you're David Duke. Like You should be allowed. It's free speech. Ella uh, Irwin works her. with the Israelis very closely, and she's the head of trust and safety, so it speaks for itself. Yep. So is Yol Roth before that. And, he was you know, Mossad, and she's Likud, yep. And, you know, they suppress voices before the Turkish election, so, you know, Elon complies. It's the business, after all. And that's the problem with these things. Well, he gets his rare earths through Dan Gertler's network down in the Democratic Republic of Congo until Biden shut that shit down. Well, the rare earth, uh, you know, that's not rare earth, that's just rare metals. That's rare earth all out of China. He got them through the, through, through the Yosemite Cobalt, Cohen, yeah. Gertler, Gertler network, yep. Yeah, the, co the cobalt, that's different than rare earth, though. That's about the cha change. Japan just found a massive deposit of rare earth, so that monopoly's about to be broken. Deposit of rare earth, so that monopoly's about to be broken. Anyway, I gotta bounce. See you guys. Thanks. I oh, appreciate you coming. Thank you very much. Sounds good, yeah. I do, I need, we need to drop some people then, don't we, to get let, let Ryan up? Yeah, I have. I've just dropped somebody who didn't have their hand up, and I'll bring Ryan up. Yeah, you can drop me for now if you want. No, no, you can stay if you want. Cause yeah. Thanks for joining, Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Yeah, no, not a problem. Adam is so a constant researcher too. We've done a couple. We've done a series. We did one on the 99 dry run. Recently, we did a good one on the World Trade Center bombing in 1993, and we covered the Israeli art students and all that stuff on Rumble. We did one on the Saudi connection as well, that everyone thinks is brand new information. It's not. It's just, you know, the best researchers don't get to talk. It's all the midwits that are allowed on Twitter and YouTube and stuff, and Everyone else gets censored. So you get flack when you're over the target. So, um, sorry, Lizzie, go ahead. You had some questions. 
No, no, I was just going to um, ask Brian about the Russian connection, but go ahead, Suleiman. No, no, go ahead and ask that question because... Uh... Yeah. So, Ryan, after you left, this discussion came up about um, if and how Russia was involved. Um, and and uh, you said something before you left, and I wanted to ask you about that, which was really interesting. Because here in London, Litvinenko's murder was huge news. Um, in fact, it, it's not by chance, but, uh, you know, the media does this. When the Russia-Ukraine conflict kicked off, there was a three-part drama, three or four-part that was released about um, Litvinenko's murder and how it happened. And I say murder, okay, because that's what... Um, and, and in that in that drama series, if you watch it, and it's based on the real police investigation, it almost looks slam dunk. But you, you were saying that it wasn't um, before you left. You said it was... <laughs> no, no. He okay, died so, of an so overdose. Can you just it, explain it, that a little bit, briefly, very briefly, but also... I have, if you go to my Substack, because I doubt... And you write Litvin Info, there can't be too many articles on that. I explained that back when it was happening, right? I mean, he, he worked for Boris Berezovsky, who's an exiled Russian oligarch uh, with, you know, a, a passport holding Israeli, right? It's one of these guys. There's traces of polonium in his offices and back and forth. There's missing polonium from somewhere. There's only one nation that has nuclear weapons that's not subject to non-proliferation treaty and inspections where this stuff could have come from. He's on planes back and forth to Israel, and he ends up in the UK and dies of polonium. There is no way that Russia is going to poison Litvinenko with an $11 million radioactive, highly traceable poison that goes to every place you could possibly be when if they wanted to kill him, they could just poison him with anything else. <laughs> Ricin, uh, any, stab him, beat him to death, shoot him, throw him out a window, put regular poison, you know, arsenic, whatever. It's not polonium. What happened was Borzaki, for the second time, had a panic because this polonium poison was going back to him. So what did he do? He said it's a giant Russian conspiracy. And he did this before, when he murdered a man, he murdered a, uh, a Russian journalist because Boris Brzezovsky, main man, his name is Battery, was caught on film offering a $100,000 bribe to known mafia figures for an assassination. One of the people involved in the bribe was an informant and a cop. So they're caught red-handed, right? And what does he do? He says, 